Hey there, it's Andy. It's a uh, Wednesday morning. Well, the recording's on a Saturday as we've already talked, but uh, as I continue my gallivanting across uh, places that speak to identity, uh, I'm gonna, gonna come to you with a place you probably figured was gonna come. Boom, there it is. Bogachita School, there it is. You know, I hope my wife watches this so she can see the great Bogachita um, sign in the background. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm right on the verge of the campus here. I didn't want to go too far on the campus because, you know, just don't want to, you know, with Corona and everything. Um, but um, I stopped by uh, a place I spent a lot of years as a kid in class. Um, and one of the joys of ministry has been uh, places I've been as people, uh, People uh, pass by the Bogachitter exit. I'll get a text from church saying, "Hey, just pass by Bogachitter." Or as people, uh, as people uh, cross over the river over on on, on uh, 98, coming into Macomb or going to Hattiesburg, I'll get a text saying, "Hey, just passed uh, passed the river." So it's been kind of fun to see that happen throughout my ministry. And uh, you know, I talk a lot about being from here and, and, and what I learned here. But let me tell you why um, this matters and why I care about this place um, and this goes back to things we talk about that identify us and make us make that give us purpose um, for me it's community uh, for me it's the people that are on I don't want to say on your side because that sounds like people are only gonna do what you want them to do we're only gonna blindly support you or blindly follow you to me it's about community and community matters in this way it's not just people who you know support you are there for you but it's people who make you better it's people who will call you out sometimes it's people who will correct you it's people who love you so much that they're willing to say mm, I don't know if I agree with that people who love you so much that are willing to challenge you or to push you or to encourage you because they see potential in you for me that's why I love Bogachito so much is because the people that I that mentored me here, Mr. Long, Coach Myers, Coach Barron, so many others were people who pushed me, who scolded me. Mr. Willis, who taught me math all the way through school. There were a lot of times when I got in trouble in this class for talking. I know that shocks you that I would talk in this class or for not doing my homework right or for not, not doing it the way it ought to be done. And I'd get in trouble or I'd get punished. But he did it because he believed in me, because he saw something in me because he knew what I could be or what I could become. So I'm thankful to come from a place like this where people did believe in me, where people did push me, where people did challenge me, where people did, they also loved me. They encouraged me. They saw potential in me. And they helped me to become the person that I am now today. In our life, we need community. And this is one of the challenges of Corona is that it has, in many ways, separated us and not allowed us to really be in our communities like we'd like to be. But in our life, we need people around us who are going to help us to be who God has made us to be, who God has given us the potential to be. But we'll never be the people that God has called us to be apart from the people around us that make us better. John Wesley, uh, the founder of the Methodist movement, talked a lot about community. He talked a lot about accountability. He talked a lot about groups. And he, one of the things he said was that the Bible does not speak of solitary religion. That as Christians, we're called to walk the path together. We're called to walk the path supporting each other, encouraging each other, 
being there for each other. So today, as we talk about the things that make us who we are and that give us purpose and identity, what I want to talk to you about and the questions I want to pose to you today are this, is first, who are your people? Who are your people in your life who support you? And you really want it, in, in many ways, it needs to be family, without a doubt. Family's got it. My, my wife, my kids, they're there for me. But it's, it's more than just family. It's more than just family. You need a group of people in your life who, who are there for you, who challenge you, who support you, who push you, who the Bible says is iron sharpens iron, so does one sharpen another. Who are the people in your life who are the iron in your life that sharpen you? That when you're wrong will say, mm, I don't know about that. Who when you're right say, hey, great job. Let's think about how we can make this better. Who are those people in your life? Who are the teachers? Who are the friends? Who are the colleagues? Who are the, who are the, who are the co-workers? Who are the supervisors? Who are the people in your life who you surround yourself with who make you better and, and, and who also who you have given authority to to correct you, to challenge you, to push you, to make you better. Who you have given permission to, either verbally or through relationship, who you've given permission to to make you a better person. So who are the who are the who are the who are the people in your life? Secondly, who are you doing that for? Who are you pushing? Who are you speaking into? Who are you helping to grow? Who are you helping to become a better person? Because in our life, we need both. We need the, we need to have people pouring into us, making us better. But if all we do in our life, if all we do in our life is only receive and never speak into, if all we do in our life is only be poured into, but never give back, then we're never gonna grow. So one of the reasons why I try my best in my life to pour into others through things like technology like this, but also through relationships. One of the reasons why I try to do this is because I've had so many people here at this place and in the churches I've served and the places I've been who have poured into me that I feel like I have an obligation. I have an obligation. I have a duty to pour into others, to help them. As individuals have helped me to grow and to be faithful, I want to, in my life, pour into others to help them grow and for them to be faithful. So today, the two questions I want to ask you are, who are your people? Who are the people in your life who pour into you, who you've given permission to, who have, who have helped you grow, helped you become the people that you are now? Who are your people? And secondly, who are you pushing? Who are you pouring into? Who are you helping? Who are you helping to grow? Who are you helping to be faithful? We need both. We need our people. We, know, we need those that we push into. That's what we need in our life to really live, to really be faithful. That's what the Bible calls us to. As one sharpens, as one, as iron sharpens hands, so, as iron sharpens iron, iron, so does one man sharpen another. We need each other to sharpen each other, to care for each other, to love each other. This place, Bogachetta, it's made me who I am in many ways. It's shaped my values, it's shaped my knowledge, it's shaped my soul, it's shaped everything about me. And I'm so thankful for what this place means to me. That's why I talk about it so much because I would not be the person that I am apart from it. So who are your people and who are you pouring into? Those are our challenges today. Think about that. Who are your people, who are you pouring into? Thanks for watching. We, uh, we'll see where we wind, up, we wind up tomorrow. Thanks for, thanks for journeying with me.